The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. I think what is very important, and I don't know how many people fully allow themselves to do so, but it's important to be able to locate the problem and accept there is one before even, you know, getting to tackle it. And that is when it comes down to self-love or when it comes down to on a deep level caring is something that a lot of people have a very hard time admitting towards themselves because it makes them look weak. And maybe they've created an entire identity or ego to protect that weak state of what they are. And then they just pretend and bullshit. And when I even tell them like, hey, when you truly care and love yourself on a fundamental level and trust your intuition, then you don't even need these defense mechanisms. You don't even need your ego to protect your your identity, to get confidence out of it, because you get it from your really core, your essence. The thing is that like, I also am fully aware that the people that are listening will be the ones that are more inclined to absorb this information. But I'm also talking to the people that are just chatting and just reacting impulsively or whatever. It's very important to understand that if you don't tackle this relationship with what you are on a fundamental level, right? If you run away from what you are, it is something that will literally follow you for the rest of your life. Because even here, sometimes people say like, "Mm, I don't know, I'm trying to be productive. I don't know if I should put time in that. But of course you do. Because if you can't be truly yourself and you feel like pretending or you feel like pinging to other people and, you know, then you're literally living a lie. Of course, you got to work on that and tackle these issues, even though it might create a lot of anxiety. And I understand that a lot of you guys watching right now, typing stupid emoticons or whatever in the chat, like... On a fundamental level, you know what I'm talking about. You understand that there is this discrepancy because that's why you're even on the Twitch stream to begin with. A lot of you guys are really lonely. A lot of you guys feel like there is nobody that understands them, that they're just constantly pretending that you cannot be who you are because you're going to be laughed at or you're going to be punished or whatever. So you don't have to, you know, like pretend or try to be more cool or whatever the fuck because it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant to what you are. You can't keep distracting and pretending because it doesn't solve the issue that you are struggling with on a fundamental level and maybe to the point where you don't even see it or want to see it, which is even a bigger problem. And that's why I'm doing these real talks to make you guys aware of it. Because let me tell you something. There is nothing wrong with you. If you blame yourself, if you think you're a loser, if you think you suck, I'm telling you right now that's bullshit. It's not the case. Whatever happened to you, whoever judged you, whoever point fingers at you, you were not the cause. If people come at you and laugh at your face, your face is not the reason they laugh at you. You're merely a consequence, a symptom of their lack of self-confidence or whatever. And when you start realizing and understanding that, that there is nothing wrong with you, you can slowly but surely allow yourself to open up. But the problem is... Since that state is so weak because it doesn't trust itself and it had to create all these layers in order to protect itself, if you do so, you are very vulnerable. 
And if someone lashes out to you or whatever, you immediately fall back into your cocoon. But the thing is though, when you understand that when you are in such a state, you are more vulnerable, you can maybe, you know, take the time, meditate about it in your room, like be aware of the consequences, be aware that if your true self is very weak, that you don't put yourself in a situation where you can be vulnerable. Maybe put yourself in a, an environment that stimulates you. Coming over here is a very good choice, but at the same time, like it's very important to understand that you can just be who you are as long you trust it. But of course, in order to be yourself, if you don't trust yourself because you grew up and you got always punished or whatever, and you'd go like, yeah, I don't feel like life is fair. It's not even about what is fair. Like, it just doesn't work. Honesty doesn't work. I can't be honest. I can't be myself because people laugh at me or people talk smack or whatever. Then, of course, you don't even want to allow yourself to do so because you don't even imagine that you are capable. And I'm telling you right now, you fucking are. You are fucking capable to be who you are. You don't have to fucking pretend anymore. But the problem is you have to nourish it. And normally when you grow up and your family or your environment nourishes it, then it's fine. You don't need to go through that phase. But if that didn't happen, then you have to nourish it yourself. And you can do that through love and kindness meditation and such or, you know, putting yourself in an environment that stimulates it or just try to tackle it. There's quite a lot about it on the Internet as well. But of course, it requires you to have this honest relationship with yourself. What I'm going to do, by the way, is not so much explain the theory. Because the problem with the theory is it's too abstract. What people want is what works. That's what you care about, what works. Like, if you just hear me say blah, 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 whatever, what works. And if you don't feel it, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't seem to work. So giving relatable examples will give you a much more trust in what I'm saying than what I'm just babbling right now. Because you might just hear that and go like, mm, I don't know, man, you have it easy there. You got your life, you got your girlfriend, you got everything going for you. Do you don't know the life that I live? Like, this may be easy, might work for you, but ain't working for me. I'm telling you, man, the only reason why I am here, why I achieved what I achieved is because I trusted myself on a fundamental level. I trusted my intuition fully, blindly, because whenever I was confronted with something that I didn't understand or whatever, I used reason to overcome it. And that's the thing. You guys, all of you guys right now watching this stream, you guys have coping mechanisms. And what is a coping mechanism? Whenever you experience some kind of dissonance or something that you don't feel like comfortable with, you run these scripts to protect yourself, to get what you want or whatever. But I'm telling you, these scripts that you've learned through life, through just conditioning, through trial and error, can be upgraded tremendously when rather than fear getting channeled through ego or self-pity or whatever you're using gets channeled through reason, you can achieve whatever the fuck you want much more easy. Of course, it requires you to trust your intuition, your gut feeling. And it requires, in order to even be able to trust your gut feeling, you got to be able to be honest to yourself. Because if you're dishonest and you experience duality within yourself, you have an easy uh, gut reaction to just go into fear, denial, and just block it away. And that is really, it's screwing you over. It doesn't work as well as being able to understand. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Like when I talk about love or self-love or whatever, at the end of the day, it's just about being able to be yourself and being comfortable with it and fully being able to trust it. And if you don't feel comfortable being yourself, and you feel like pretending and constantly pinging to other people, the only reason why you do that is because you don't trust yourself. 
on a fundamental level. And when I say trust yourself, I'm not talking about trusting your identity. Because even your identity is a coping mechanism. Saying like, I am this, and I am that, and I am that. No, that's just your insecurity on a fundamental level tries to get compensated by all these stories you tell yourself you are. But that ain't you. And you know that. On a fundamental, you know that. And that's why when you're truly, your essence is confident and knows and trusts itself, this gut feeling, this intuition, you can fully rely on it because it complements itself with reason. You are just truly, true, pure all the time. And the thing is, you don't even feel like protecting yourself or whatever because you're just real and you're confident with that. The reason why people feel like distracting themselves or whatever is because that core self, they don't feel comfortable with it. And that's why they try to find comfort in distraction. But I'm telling you, if you're just comfortable with truly who you are, then you don't need any of that shit. You don't need to play games or go and drink booze or whatever the fuck because you feel good about what you are already. And the thing is, the reason why you don't feel so good about that true essence is merely because when you grew up, you maybe your parents or your family or friends or your teachers or whatever told you that you sucked, that you were a failure. So you start believing that shit. You start thinking it's you that is the fault. I'm telling you, you ain't the fault. You ain't the cause. And if you truly understand that, then rather than thinking it's you that is wrong, the first thing you do like, well, then these fuckers fucked me up. It's their fault. So your hate towards yourself gets channeled to the hate towards them. But then you start realizing, but wait a minute, they don't know any better. So you start forgiving them. And you start forgiving yourself if you didn't know any better. And that brings about the ability. All these emotions get relieved. Brings about the ability to accept yourself truly for who you are. And of course, you're vulnerable. You start crying. You go like, man, I'm so weak, this and that. But in that weak state, what you are really like, your intuition, your gut reaction, like everything points towards what worked in your life. Whether it's ego or identity or whatever. But that's where you can just allow yourself to really build yourself from within. And start trusting that intuition as long as you back it up with reason. I can tell you it's hard. It ain't easy. And it definitely is not easy when you are in a toxic environment. And that's why coming over here brings about crazy growth. Because you are accepted for that true self. You don't have to pretend. And even when I tell people, people here still pretend. That's why right now it's quite crucial for all the people that are still struggling with it to work on it. No matter who you look up to in the world. On an essential level, the essence is exactly the same. I am no different than you. None. On a fundamental level. And that is why I truly care about you. But of course, like, since I truly care about you in an unconditional way, I always try to cater myself to people that are more susceptible to these insights. But that doesn't mean that I don't care about you. I'm going to tell you guys something. There is like this pyramid of needs, right? On the fundamental level, you have these physical needs. The foundation of physical needs, when it is not met, when you don't have enough food or when you are really on a survival level, like your healthcare or whatever is at risk, what you do is it's really about you or them. It's quite selfish. It's about survival. The thing is, though, once all your physical needs are met and you don't have to worry about your survival, in America, it's basically money equals survival. Like in communities like Mali and stuff, what people trust is the community. In America, the only thing they trust is money. And that is why you have this crazy detachment with any kind of kindness or empathy or whatever. It's just all channeled through money because it's the only thing they trust. And I don't even blame them. I mean, like, if I grow up and money is my God, then of course I'm just going to, you know, fully submerge to it and submit to it. But I'm just telling you, money is merely a tool. And the survival kind of system is really lobotomizing your growth. 
So basically, once your physical needs are met and you can grow to the next level, it's about emotional connection. It's about the self-love. And that is why I keep talking about it because a lot of people here are struggling with that phase. It's really like on a fundamental level, caring enough. If you grew up and you didn't get that way of being able to learn how to care, then why even care about honesty? Why care about anything? Why care even about you? Then of course you lose yourself in just wanting experience and distraction, whether it's drugs, smoking, drinking, whatever the fuck. You just don't care about yourself. But once you learn how to care about yourself, what you happen is like you start being able to transcend your own desires because you're complete. You're much more complete. Of course, you still have fears you got to deal with. But if you then like become more connected with your environment and stuff, you get a better connection with what is honesty, what is fair and what is unfair. But then all your fears that you experience within this emotional framework can still be solved through reason. And then you get like the reason part where you can really constantly just trust reason in order to achieve what you want. And no matter what situation you are, if you always are aware and allow yourself to understand that reason works much better than ego or self-pity or whatever, you really become a much more stable and structured being that can only grow and progress in an exponential way. Of course, the problem with what I'm explaining now is if on a fundamental level certain needs are not met, then anything that comes afterwards seems meaningless. That's the reason why my real talk has always been not on point for you guys. Because I started realizing more and more that most people that are watching this stream are struggling with either the physical need, where you really go like, yeah, I gotta survive. It's either me or others. Or the emotional need that comes afterwards where you don't even care about shit. And then of course when I keep talking about reason and all these insights and shit, it's a cacophony, it means nothing. I understand that and that's why I'm going to be focusing a lot more during these streams about trusting yourself, caring about yourself and really allow you guys to feel less lonely, to feel less like shit, man. You guys have this constant focus on trying to distract yourself and run away from yourself. But I'm just saying allow yourself to just be. And I know that it's really hard in the environment maybe you grew up in that you are the way you are for a reason, obviously. But being able to overcome that, definitely now you have a situation where you're more able to intellectually. Of course, you know, if you're still financially dependent of your parents or whatever, it's harder. But as you grow older and you become more independent, these insights can still be very much of value. And people can always apply and come over here, obviously. So... What's the difference with trusting your intuition and backing it up with reason and trusting your intuition and being disciplined with reason? No, when you trust your intuition, the thing is trusting intuition automatically makes you use reason. Because whenever you experience duality, it's intuitively you experience it. But the problem when I say like you got to use reason, it's not a conscious process. It's just when you go into doubt rather than going into fear and denial or fear and ego or fear and identity, you go into doubt, you immediately go like, oh, it's because I don't understand it. Well, that's it. So it is fully trusting intuition point. That's it. You don't even have to have reason as part of the equation because it happens naturally. But you got to be aware, depending on how you grew up and such. You might channel it instinctively through ego, through identity, through self-pity, or through fear or denial, rather than through reason. That's it. So your intuition, whenever there is duality, you know that if you understand it, you can solve the duality. That's it. I also want to say that there's a lot of people, mainly the ones that are quite active in the chat, that have a constant state of wanting to be distracted. Constantly. Because the moment they fall back on the moment, they experience this guilt, this doubt, this anxiety this disgust but the thing is imagine if whenever you fall back into the now rather than having this essence that you are clueless about this essence that you don't know what it means or whatever you fall back 
to the state of who you are that knows what it wants, that can trust itself and that doesn't feel uncomfortable, that really feels comfortable, then as a result, all the symptoms of distraction, of trying to constantly put your mind into a task positive network rather than being in the default mode network, constantly trying to distract yourself all the time just vanishes as you can just be what you are and as a result you don't even have so much eager anymore to even watch that many streams or movies or whatever you just are in a mindset where you're much more proactive and are driven what you believe on an intuitive level is right and whenever you face any fear or whatever because of duality or threat or whatever you just use reason because you know you can trust it what do you mean with living a lie what is it lie exactly if you live a life where you pretend to be someone you are not at any given moment, you try to please the people around you by smiling in their face because you think their validation or approval from you is important. You go through life where you don't even value honesty. When there is any kind of inner conflict or whatever, you just settle for the easiest solution right now rather than thinking about more what is the structure, the things that make things be the way they are like you just go through life in a much more impulsive self-destructing way rather than just fully admitting and surrendering or trusting what you truly are this essence that just tries to understand this inner child that is pure and has great intentions and wants to understand the world that by going through life from that perspective your life is just much more in line with itself and whenever you find yourself in front of an obstacle you use your reason to understand how to overcome it and that is how you live a life where even though there is no absolutes and you'll still have uncertainties you have a clear direction how to cope and tackle the issues at hand which brings about an awareness that is much more aligned with what you are and is much more connected with your environment as well it's truly aligned with what life is meant to be rather than living this lie of identity this is me this is my story and be attached to all these concepts to try and make up for your uncertainties on a fundamental level because you know deep inside you're literally this person that is crying for help don't judge yourself don't label yourself ain't nothing wrong with what you are on a fundamental level you don't need to live this fake life you can't be who you truly are of course Making that step can cause quite a lot of anxiety or can bring about a lot of fear because it didn't work. But even if you're in the vulnerable state, if you understand that what is going on, you can find a way to love even without the approval of others because you understand what love is. It's merely being understood and have this understanding, which of course helps in the right environment. But even when you are at home or whatever, you can try and tackle these things. It's harder though, but of course you can overcome it. Give an example of how life should look like. Be specific from 10 years, kids, to 80 years. Well, I will say from 5 years to 80 years. Like, you don't lose yourself. When you're a 5-year-old, you try to understand the world. You try to have this honest synergy between you and your environment. You try to find what is fair, what is right to do and what isn't right. You see the synergy between actions and consequences, cause and effect, and you try to find a consistency within it. Your actions do not go against oneself and you try to just understand yourself. As you grow older, this becomes more and more advanced, more intellectually capable. So you start living and growing into a person that really knows what it wants, that trusts itself and that uses reason at any given moment in order to guide itself of course it comes from an intuition so it's not like constantly beating yourself oh i gotta be rational i gotta be logical no no no. it comes naturally as you trust your own intuition and the path that
that it leads you is the one you walk. And whenever you come into certain things that tell you hmm, this or that, you ponder, you think about it, you channel your fears through understanding them to reason and doing what is right just flows naturally. So basically, there is no set path for you. It's something that you grow into, that you learn, that you explore, and that you find this inner peace, this balance with what you are on a fundamental level. You feel complete. You don't feel like pretending. You don't feel like impressing others or getting approval. You just grow to be what you are. And as you go, you are very unbiased. You don't solve inner conflict with denial and fear. No, you use reason and curiosity to overcome it. So there is no set path. I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, you grow up, you're going to do this and this and that, that. No, it's something you will figure out by trusting your own intuition. You go through life and figure it out rather than just having others do it for you. What do you define as yourself? Yourself is that true essence of what you are. All the way, deep inside, as you grew up as a child, when you're pure, that essence, that's your essence, that inner child. And then as you grow older, if you don't find this peace with that essence, you create layers of identity, layers of whatever to cope with your fears. But no, if you really go deep inside, when you drop everything, when you're fully naked, that's when you are truly what you are. You can trust that. You can trust that state by trusting your intuition fully. And then rather than having fake confidence or fake whatever, you just pure yourself and there's nothing that can get to you because there's nothing that you can't understand. Knowing that reason can explain everything, that logic has answers to all your problems, to all your emotional conflict or whatever, really gives you this confidence to always be what you are. Shakamanya says, what the fuck are you talking about? The essence is not you either. Nothing is a you. Well, You have to understand that it's all about language. Language has limitations. If I talk about you, okay, the you doesn't even exist in a sense. The essence is the same for everybody. But at the same time, when you talk to people, you have to find language in order to communicate these insights in a way they can relate to it. Of course, you're always limited by language, first of all, because I agree, there is no such a thing as self. Self is a concept that is created within what you are. Everything is part of it. But in order to even get there, you need to find this balance between you and your environment. And if you've been excluded as you grew older, you didn't even allow yourself to feel connected with the people around you. And as a result, you fall into this little hold this creation of identity or whatever that limits you for what you are but in order to get out of it of course you have to accept what you are on a fundamental level logic will not solve your problems that is also to a certain extent can be the case when people's logic is not advanced when their answers is not advanced then logic won't help them so much although if you always use reason and understanding in order to cope with your problems and with your inner duality you will get better you will learn this ability to reason which will bring about a foundation that is much stronger, much more reliable than your ego, identity or whatever. So of course, it's not something that is fundamental for everybody, although it is something you can trust and grow and strengthen like crazy. What I also want to say, when you think about logic, it's also very important to understand what I mean. But logic does explain everything. Logic has answers to everything. That is at least what I believe. There is a chance that's not the case, but then it's logical for me to change my opinion. That's the beauty about logic. I want to answer your question. Invelt says, I have a question about the water fast you did a couple of years ago. How long did you go? And did you have a particular mindset that allowed you to not think about eating? Okay, I went for, I think, 10 days. But you have to understand that not eating is not so hard. And the reason why it's very hard for certain people is because when they are in the default mode network, there's two states in your brain. Default mode network, task positive network. Default mode network is when you have these thoughts and chaos. And task positive network is when you're doing an action, when you're in the flow. The thing is like when you're playing games or watching a movie or whatever, when you are in the default mode network, 
then obviously you want to gravitate towards this task positive network when it causes a lot of conflict to get you out of this default mode network. And as a result, food is a really nice task positive network. It's something you do that you can distract yourself with. Same with games. But the thing is, if you're constantly in this task positive network because you have this flow, this constant presence, because you are aligned and truly yourself, you don't ping to your environment or whatever, you're just truly yourself, then you even forget eating. So for me, stopping eating was actually quite easy. And same with people that are watching right now. If you're playing games and really into a land party, you also forget to eat. So I'm just saying the strong need to eat is not defined by you wanting to eat, but rather because it is a symptom of this inner conflict you have that you're trying to get away from. So I think, do you think most people don't try to improve the world and work hard at it because they basically prioritize following what others do higher than trying to improve the world? No. It is because they prioritize caring what other people think about them because they think that they're not worth it. They're not valuing it enough. And as a result, rather than doing what they believe truly what is right, they don't even allow themselves to even think and value or trust that and rather go about it following orders. So it's not about like, oh yeah, working on the world or improving the world. I can tell you, if you're truly yourself, then you will automatically gravitate towards doing what is right. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.